0: Hello and welcome.
1: Welcome, welcome.
0: This is our quarantine check-in. This is actually our second quarantine check-in, but we did not, <laughs> well, I, I set the metronome on the last one, so that's fun.
1: What's really cool about this is that it's, what's really cool about this is that it's kind of part of our whole quarantine learning curve, because you wouldn't have had to do it if we were recording in the same room. But we are not. We are actually coming to you live. No, we're not. Um, From
0: (laughs) alive,
1: two alive from two very different locations, um, which is a first for us. And there have been many firsts these past couple months.
0: So we wanted to just check in with everyone and see how everyone's doing. Maybe give some tips and tricks from highly unqualified people yes. about what we've been doing with our quarantine.
1: I will I will calm. I will calm it down. I know I know <laughs> no. I'm I know I'm like the raging socialist, but it's okay. I will calm it down and I will instead honestly contribute to a much better mental health state for other people and I would rather ask you about the kinds of activities that you have been using to keep yourself busy and happy during quarantine.
0: Um there's been many and it feels like still not enough, honestly. Um, <clears throat> okay. I feel like, you know, we've talked about this every day is kind of a roller coaster with this. Mm-hmm. Um, I've definitely been trying to avoid news, like all together. Like I get it at this point. It's all shit. Everything's shit. Stay home. Don't touch your face. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I've just been trying to um, do a lot of me work, I guess you could say. That's good. Which has taken a lot of interesting forms, but... Like what? How about you? Oh, um... Delving into interesting hobbies. Like, I've owned a ukulele for two years, and I've rarely picked it up, so I maybe should try to learn maybe more than the one song that I know. Cool. Or... <laughs> um, spending a lot more time focusing on the dogs and, like, engaging with them. It's like, you have pets, and they exist in your house, but how often do you actually, like, go outside and, like, focus on them, you know? not have your phone kind of thing.
1: Yeah, not, like, just be walking. That's another thing I've been noticing, too, is um, I'm sure parents of, like, speaking children understand it a lot better, but, like, being around (laughs) and, like, just, like, communicating with them isn't really enough. I know exactly what you're talking about because when I really, like, sit down and try to, like, engage with Gus and play with him and really focus all of my attention on him, I can tell he thrives from it. And he's, like, he's, like, a different dog. Because he's bored, too. Like, we, you know, we... There's only so much you can walk your dog in pandemic. <laughs> like he, w- yeah. he, w- he wants to go to a place that I can't say the name of, or else he'll lose his mind right now. But yeah, he probably for already sure. forgot that word. Starts with. No, nah, a- I doubt it. Yeah, <laughs> <he probably didn't.
0: laughs> yeah, I've been trying to be outside a lot too. I've noticed that. Um, Jesus, how long have we been doing this now?
1: Um, I started March thirteenth, so about two months.
0: Okay, so for two for the, I'd say, yeah, I'd say for the first solid like month and a half, I leaned hard into like the lazy tv time and was taking naps every day and like falling asleep on the couch a lot of unhealthy habits for me personally Mm -hmm. so i've been trying to be outside a lot more um unfortunately it's really hot but uh that's okay
1: it has really heated up these past couple days and i will i think the Days that quarantine was rainy were easier days just because you were like, Oh, I gotta, there's nothing to do anyway. Like,
0: yeah, I can't go out anyway. Well, yeah, it's raining, it's raining.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've also been gardening, I've been mm-hmm. trying to do a lot of gardening. You're talking about outside time, um, trying to take care of my plants, which every spring I do. I have to, you know, go through and like repot stuff and um, move some things, and you know, some plants just get weird. I don't know. All of that stuff is very normal spring activity, which actually feels nice doing it at a normal time that I would be doing it. It's like a, a veil of a normalcy in these strange, strange times. Are you still working right now? I am. I actually am. So um, okay. my office job during the like my day. I call it my day job because I think it's like funny, but it, like my my Monday through Friday job. I don't go in. Um, We are actually an essential business, we're construction, but our office is the administrative office. So on paper, we're technically open and um, work is still going, but I go in after hours and do all of my work um, when people aren't there just because I like I've gone in during like open hours and they're they're already limited hours and like nobody's coming into the office. It's like completely closed. But I wore my mask the whole time, and I just, like, got a lot of anxiety because I couldn't take it off, and I was, like, getting really claustrophobic. So, um, I started going in after hours, and then, aside from that, I've been freelancing way more than I normally do. I usually don't freelance as much, and this has been a really great opportunity to kind of dig into that. How's been? Are you working remotely?
0: Yeah. I work, um, same schedule, 40 hours a week, remote. It's just, uh... It's been great. I'm super, super privileged and super thankful that I have a job still, do not Mm -hmm. get me wrong. But, um, I'm getting fucking burnt out because now there's no separation between work and life, like home life. Yeah. My work is at home and my home is at work. Yeah. Uh, So it's just like, I feel like I'm here all the time and my work's here all the time. And there's like no definitive, very, very distinct line of this is not the building I work in or whatever. Do you think
1: there um, okay. are any habits that you could pick up that would, like, do you think maybe, like, obviously I know, um, you're probably just, like, at the home office that you have, um, is there any way that you could be, like, okay, I'm going to work, and you, like, step into there, and you get dressed to go to work, and then when you leave that room, you, like, close the door, and, like.
0: Yeah, I, I for sure, I'm sure there is, for sure, um, I think I've gotten in the really bad habit of waking up two minutes before I have to clock into work. Interesting. <laughs> and then, uh, like doing little tasks like rotating the laundry on a break or something like that so i'm not like work time home time yeah i think that if i probably implemented a a similar schedule to what i would be doing if i were be going to an actual workplace independent of my home it'd probably be a lot different but yeah um i also just think like i'm burnt out in general like mentally emotionally i'm burnt out absolutely just with all i mean i'm sure everyone's feeling that way yeah this is kind of depression guys like this is what it feels like a little bit you know um, early stages feel a lot like you're trapped, um, for me personally. So
1: no, same. I think that's another big thing too, that we're forgetting is that, um, this is a kind of a conflict that we're having, I think not with just both of our families, but kind of just, I know we're, we are a little bit like extreme, but we are encountering a lot more people in our lives as days pass that are acting more and more normal, And we are not there and we are not willing to be there. And it is really strange to try to navigate, like, not feeling like a dick and not feeling uh, like you care more or other people getting defensive that they don't care enough because of, like, the things that you're doing, which, like, honestly, I know that's projection. Like, if you if you get offended by, like, the measures that I feel safe taking, that's because maybe you're projecting, like, your own fears or, like, your own lack of behavior towards them because you don't. Some people I've been noticing are afraid to show how afraid they are. So they're like playing it extra tough because they don't want to like be. Look, you're not going to like beat out a virus by like intimidating it. Like this is not I know people want to politicize this, but a virus is not political. So a, a factor of my burnout has been trying to communicate to people that like my taking it in a different way than them taking it, does not mean that I don't agree with them. Like, there are many different aspects of this, of, like, people thinking that, like, I'm fundamentally against the things that they want because I feel the way that I feel. Like, no, I don't think we should reopen, but that doesn't mean that I want to be at home. That doesn't mean that I'm not burnt out. It doesn't mean I don't miss my family. That's been a weird thing with family, too.
0: I would confidently say that very few of us want to remain inside the house still. (laughs) I think a vast, vast majority of us want to get out into the world again and resume normal life as, you know, as far as what normal used to be. Um, and I know that the people who have lost their jobs and are, I, I can't even imagine the kind of turmoil they're in every day trying to find a, a new job or just make their rent or whatever. I get it. Uh, I sympathize. I, I empathize. I understand. But the fact is that this is still happening, this is still spreading, this is still a problem, and going outside and being like, fuck it, I'm, you know, gonna just get sick, like, that's not the answer. Yeah.
1: Well, also, <clears throat> going back to critical thinking, like, um, the whole idea of, like, fuck it, I'll get sick, like, I know it's always, like, meme logic here, but that's how we communicate information. That whole idea of, like, no, us, us lifting any type of restriction doesn't mean that the threat is over, it means there's room for you at the hospital. Like, I don't really care who wants to pretend that they're, like, tougher than this or that they don't care because they know they're young and healthy. You have no idea how you're going to react to this. There are people younger than me that have died of this. There are people younger Mm -hmm. than both of us that have died of this. That Mm -hmm. it has nothing really to... I mean, obviously, the majority of cases, yes, it does have to do with your age. It does have to do with your your predisposition.
0: But there's outliers to everything. But there
1: are outliers to everything. And honestly, if you're willing to be the chance... a big thing I've been noticing, too, is the people who are taking it seriously for longer are the people who recognize that it's not really about you getting yeah, sick. It's not about... I was just going to say that. I'm not afraid of me getting sick. I don't want to be the person who gets other people sick.
0: You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I don't want to be the reason that my grandma dies. Exactly.
1: I don't I don't want to spread it to another community. That's another thing, too, is, like, I work. I work outside of Sacramento. I don't want to leave my city and go into a place that has a much different, like set of rules for this and has a much higher rate like it's there's there's very differing rates of infection like sacramento is pretty low and i'm not really quite sure but i'm literally going to a different county and i know that things are being handled differently and cross contaminating either way makes me feel like a dick like i'm not gonna do that so i know that we are talking a lot about like burnout and emotions um what are you doing for yourself to take care of yourself like not just at the end of the day i know we're talking about you know a work-home separation but what are you doing after your workday to kind of recenter and get back to you?
0: I mean, the most important thing I did this last week was I scheduled a therapy appointment for later this next week. Awesome. Um, I think that's going to be huge, and I'm sure that my therapist is way overworked. But, um, like, I just I'm getting to that point where it's it'd be nice to talk to a professional about all of this. I'm sure she'll have good insight.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: I've been just been trying to be very kind. Um, to myself, to others, to my thought process, and just sort of, you know, when you get into, like, a rut or you start to get into kind of in your depression or you're in a situation like this, your inner dialogue starts to shift a little bit and it stops being positive and starts kind of being a little more focused on the dread or what you're doing wrong or what, you know, my biggest thing that I've seen a lot of people do and myself included is you have all this fucking free time now but you're not doing any of the things that you told yourself you would do if you had this kind of free time. And telling yourself this is you know, sure it's true, but also like this is a fucking terrible situation that is unprecedented that none of us have ever dealt with and it's okay that you're being quote-unquote lazy or you're, you're not watching being TV lazy.
1: I want to I don't want to interrupt you, but I do want to say like I, the idea that this is free time is an illusion of privilege. This is not free time. You're on fucking timeout because the world is on fucking fire. Like, it's not... Like, you have you have no responsibility to utilize your free time to its maximum potential. Fuck off. Fuck the fuck yeah. off. Nah. This is not free time. Like, oh, we're like, oh, I it's recess because I did really great and now I get, like, a half hour to myself. You using this time to make sure that you get through to the next moment without losing your mind is all that fucking matters. Like, Absolutely. I know I don't have kids, but, like, I know a lot of parents right now are homeschooling their kids, and it's, like, if you have more than one kid, too, I can't even imagine the, like, the, the compounded systems of that. Um, it, It's just more critical than ever to remember to be kind to ourselves and more yeah. more important than ever, I think, to remember that, like, setting those standards for yourself really is something from the before world i don't want to say before times like oh it's never going to be the same but this is a new normal and we it's going to take a long time to readjust to something normal so
0: we just have to keep
1: ourselves in mind
0: but also who has the right to dictate what you should or should not be doing other than you and honestly we're our own worst critics and we're going to be the hardest on ourselves than anyone else in the world of course and if you don't get a single thing done in your day, guess what? You survive that day and that's what matters. Exactly.
1: Like, do, you didn't get COVID and die? Fucking congratulations. That's yeah. all we need right now is that is that you take care of yourself and your family. Yeah, you that's didn't it. go out
0: into the world and ask people to cough in your face because you think it's a like, conspiracy? Congrats. Like, you're a wonderful, you're doing great. You're, you're doing
1: great. I'm proud of you. You've done enough for the day. You're done. Check. You yeah. want a gold star? That's the thing too. I'm giving out gold stars. I'm giving out cookies. You've earned all of them. Like you don't yeah. you don't need to, you don't need to do. You don't need to produce. Yep. You just you just need to be present right now. I think that's yep. a big thing.
0: I've been also trying to see things as positive. So um, obviously I'm not you know getting my hair done or getting my lash extensions done or all of that mm-hmm. you know, shit. Um, and I'm seeing it as kind of like a positive. Like okay, well. I'm giving my body a break from all of this, like, shit that I do to it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not dyeing my hair, so I'm not frying it. So it's giving it the opportunity to heal and regrow and, like, you know, come back be to life. Be more nourished, and, yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to see all of these things that's, like, it'd be great if I could get my hair redone. But mm-hmm. also, it's also great that I'm giving my hair a break. Yeah. Um, And it'd be great if I would stop eating, like, crap. Um, But also, it's nice to have this moment where I can, like cook shitty food all day long or whatever and
1: not have to like be not, overly critical of yourself for
0: it. Yeah, not worry about like, yeah, feeling like, feeling pressured to go to the gym afterwards or something.
1: I think that's the thing too. There are certain things that I want to carry into the future. There are certain things that we have learned in this pre like period of Absolutely. time that like I, I couldn't have learned otherwise and... I really hope don't go away once we're, like, a week or two into some type of regular normal... Which I don't see regular normalcy for, like, a few years, but still.
0: Like, raise your hand if you thought you didn't eat out as much as you actually fucking
1: did. I didn't even want to... Raise your hand uh, if you
0: have saved so much money because you stopped going out to eat way more than you actually thought you did.
1: Oh my god, dude. We thought we were, like... We we thought this past year or two we had grown up. We weren't eating out anymore. We were doing so well. Oh, my God. Do you know how much money we've saved on coffee alone? Do you have any idea? Oh,
0: my. Yes, I do. Yes, I do because I have been saving the same amount of money on coffee.
1: The coffee one really gets me because Sam goes every day. Sam goes at least once a day. And if, if he's not going once a day and also grabbing me one, he's going but, uh, twice, right? So it's it's twice a day at the, at minimum.
0: But also, bonus, I've gotten used to coffee at home coffee and it's not that bad no not at all so i love a really sugary like overly heavy milked coffee because i'm i can't actually drink real coffee because i'm not you know strong like that um so what i've started doing in the morning is i'll fill my coffee cup up halfway with just like black coffee and then i'll fill the rest of it up with whipped cream (laughs) (laughs) it is i feel like a little kid drinking a hot cup of cocoa and also, it's freaking delicious.
1: That's amazing.
0: Because it melts and gets all, like, you know, creamy and sugary in the, the coffee, but then the top gets all foamy. Yeah, And all the melts is whipped cream.
1: That's a well, genius, it's really so simple quarantine hack.
0: I like that. Yeah. I have a lot of respect for it. I'm
1: proud of you. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you tried any new recipes? Because I know that's been a big one.
0: Um, I was doing the... um the, like, at-home meal kit delivery service for a while. Oh, yeah. Which was great because, you know, it's, like, food delivered to your door, especially at the very beginning when it was, like, pure chaos in grocery stores. Yeah. And, like, nothing on the shelves. Yeah. Um, but the idea of shipped food just kind of started to freak me out too much, so I stopped that. Um, but I have been sticking to a lot of, like, my comfort foods and my favorites. Okay. And then just trying to, like, spin those a little bit. So, like, nachos with a bunch of different types of toppings you know, different types of breakfasts and like, different forms. So just working, like, it, it's hard because you go grocery shopping very infrequently now and you buy a lot at once. Yeah. So it's hard to plan, like, legitimate specialized meals instead of stuff that would work for many different meals. Yeah. <laughs> you know.
1: Especially, too, because I think um, a big thing I've been noticing is that, like, part of it is, like, you buy all your groceries because you don't want to go back to the grocery store too soon because it's hard to do. But there's also that factor of finding certain things that you don't know if you're going to find again. Like, things that I didn't know were going to be an issue that aren't... I mean, there's just... It's honestly random and it changes each time we go. But there's always... It's gotten way better. Yeah, it has gotten way better. I think they finally caught it. It's so funny that grocery stores couldn't keep up with the demand of humans because humans were literally eating out so much. And did you also know another side of this is that companies that were very heavily oriented towards serving the commercial community like people who produce you know like a lot of these grocers a lot of people who grow food who sell to restaurants like that whole side of the industry like why there's like a ton of extra food is because like those restaurants aren't selling as much but then the grocery stores I don't know so there's like the the recipe factor of I don't know what I'm going to cook all week long but also I haven't been able to find this type of flour or this type of soup in two weeks. So I'm going to buy it anyway. And I don't really know if I want it, but I know I'm not going to be able to find it. Oh shit, ramen's
0: back. I'm buying hella ramen. Dude,
1: fucking ramen. Did you really expect there to be... Okay, I know we talk about the toilet paper shortage. Why is nobody covering the top ramen shortage? Uh,
0: Why was no one covering the egg shortage? I couldn't find eggs for like four weeks.
1: Yeah. Also, I didn't know that this was a big thing, but I think there was another problem with like a no this was localized but i i part of the egg shortage obviously everybody's baking way more and cooking way more but i also heard there were like problems at chicken farms that like there were like certain sicknesses where like a lot of the chickens were just out of commission because they couldn't use them because they were sick so they had to like you know there's always that turnover time for a chicken to get old enough, i don't know old enough to i just produce. know that i
0: couldn't find ground beef to save my life because i was craving hamburger so bad that was a big one and too. i couldn't I couldn't find eggs forever. I still can't find toilet paper, but luckily I bought a Costco pack right before all this started. So cool. I've been set for a while. Yeah. But yeah, the oddest things have been out like flour. Mm-hmm. Everybody okay, all of a sudden is baking, what making the fuck? bread. Okay, Okay. so I,
1: this is funny, everybody has become like a weird bread freak, but Sam is also on such an intense focaccia kick. He's been making so much focaccia, and I'm bout it, bout it, because it's delicious.
0: I've been wanting to make focaccia, but also uh, I hate how long it takes to proof.
1: Yeah, it does take a while. I, I feel like he was making it all day yesterday. And he did make a bunch, but I felt like it took forever yesterday. It was yeah. interesting
0: you're, you're supposed to proof it for like 12 fucking hours. I mean, I do have time for that now, so.
1: You do? That's the thing. Maybe, maybe now is the time for fakasha. Maybe that's why he's doing it. Who knows?
0: Now's the time to learn how to bake bread.
1: It is. I also, that was one of my first forays. I, um, I made apple butter, I remember, because that was like the first week of quarantine. And I looked over on my kitchen island and I was like, those apples are about to go bad. I'm not going to throw them out because I don't know if we're going to be able to find food next month. So,
0: right? Because <laughs> you had no idea then. So I had a really scary thought the other day. Um, I had the thought of a lot of people are comparing this to the flu, right? What if we don't ever find an effective vaccine and every flu season this comes back and we have to do this every year?
1: Um, a, a lot of people do think that we might need to do this. Not, not this not like quarantine the way we're doing now because obviously if this happens that's the thing it's not like it's gonna go away um a big a a big thing people are talking about is that like we all need to get it basically to build enough herd immunity if we don't find a vaccine but people have been considering that maybe next year like it's gonna it's gonna do the same thing like you know the flu dies down after summertime because less less people are getting sick and then it comes back in the winter and that is kind of it it's gonna come back next year absolutely like there's no way it's not going to i think the big thing for us now is like finding a way to live in an age where we deal with an infectious disease that we we've never had to deal with something like the spanish flu or the plague right that's the thing is like we just haven't had something like this in our generation but i do think that what you're saying has a lot of truth to it like i I don't think any flu season is ever going to be the same again But those come back. That's what's and in... Yeah, and that's yeah. what's interesting. My, fr- my friend had swine flu this year. Like, are you.
0: These oh, things poor that you. Things. Right,
1: yeah, literally right before all this happened. And she thought she had coronavirus. Like, she was terrified. And she, you know, she, it's still a flu. But these other types that we've technically kind of gotten into control, they still come back every year. So I can't imagine that it wouldn't.
0: So if we do get a vaccine and it, like, proven to work effective, do you think anti-vaxxers are going to They're be... already, they're already not, yeah, that's all.
1: Most of the people who watch already this documentary, what? they're already not going to take the vaccine. The whole thing is, like, the people who, when we were talking about that, that pandemic thing earlier, she's also, like, a really big anti-vaxxer. So, oh, like, no. a, a big problem is that, like, people already are convinced that, okay, so here, here, I'm going to just lay out a few of the conspiracy theories that I've heard from anti-vaxxers. Okay. <laughs> Why do I know anti-vaxxers? I really, I just, I hope... You know them personally? I have, I know many, many anti-vaxxers very personally. Dana. I love and have close people in my life who think these things that I really try to undo every time I talk to them. And I also don't let them near young babies because that's terrifying. Um, but okay. I, he, he, there's only so much you can do. Like, you can't control people's thinking. Like... Yeah. Uh, one, of, one of the things I've heard is that when you go get tested for it and they give you a vaccine, that's when they give you coronavirus because for some fucking reason, the government would benefit from giving you coronavirus. Fucking okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> So ridiculous, dude. I've also heard that um the vaccine is has like something to track you, which is like that's always a really popular one. Oh, it's,
0: like, it's a nanobot vaccine. Yeah, it's a okay. nanobot
1: vaccine. Yeah, there's that one. Um We're
0: in rest world now, y'all. There's like, I'm sure sh-
1: I haven't heard this one yet, but I feel like there's probably like a mind control aspect to some of these of like oh there's like fluoride in the water but it's like in your blood I don't know man I don't fucking know but I do know that anti-vaxxers are very very they're active in this community
0: and they're I, remaining I, anti-vaxxing
1: yes exactly and one thing that I had forgotten about the anti-vaxxing community is like I always I always attribute it to like Jenny McCarthy moms who think they know better than doctors and you think it's this community of people who don't want to get their original vaccines to their kids. No, that includes people who every year will campaign against the flu vaccine, not realizing that they're advocating to kill their nana and peepaw and their, you know, their their dear elders and the people around them because they think that... I, I, can't, I fucking can't. I can't. I'm sorry. I fucking...
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, at least we know they're sticking to their guns.
1: Yeah, that's, you know, one thing I will say for anti-vaxxers is... Consistency shows that you are committed.
0: Yeah, you believe in your truth.
1: You you believe in your constructed reality. Yes, you do. <laughs> you are fully convinced of it.
0: If there's anything that we want from people like this in the world, it's that they're committed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want you to be reliable, you know? I want to know, I can count. Well, another really good thing about this, too, is, like, knowing that, like, even the small part of me that's like, okay, Dana, like, because you question everything, make sure that you're also not close, like being close-minded about these people. Is there even a lick of sense or credibility to anything happening on that side of the argument? And honestly, the participation... <laughs> I feel so bad for saying this, but the participation of anti-vaxxers on that side of the argument really just fucking cemented for me. I was like, alright, absolutely conspiracy, absolutely worthless, not worth pursuing, um you have made very clear like what your audience is. And it's not me cuz yeah. I'm I'm not Bruce Willis and 12 Monkeys and I'm not on YouTube doing my research. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> research. reason re- follow the evidence. <laughs> follow the evidence of this Twitter feed.
1: This person is law. Like, um, like that's a One meme. thing
0: I'm one thing I'm really concerned about is uh like the lack of social um aptitude that people will have after this um yeah. in terms of like returning to society and how you're supposed to like kind of engage with human beings again in the world uh i think there might be a little bit of a learning curve to come back in the world
1: i don't know if there's any coming back dude i think we're i think we're constructing a new i think we're going to have to make new rules like and a lot of people won't be ready for it but
0: like it's just like fuck the old world
1: how are we going to go back to normal? How?
0: With a bump and a crash. <laughs> that's a really good answer, honestly. I don't know, man. There was a long time there where I was I was like really wanting to go back to the normal world, and now I'm at the point where it like sounds kind of fucking terrifying.
1: Yeah, I do think we've been... I was worried about hitting the three-week mark, because I know that's what they say about habits. But I do think a lot of us are hitting a point of... Not only have we been living in absolute chaos and trauma for about a month and a half, two months, we don't really... Ha- there is no rule book to going back, and we don't know how we're going to go back, and everybody wants to go back at a different pace. So I think there's this whole other level of, like, fear around this return, because we do need to make it. I obviously, like, I agree with you, dude. Like, I... I understand that this is what we need to be doing and I understand that it's the right thing to be doing now but it is really really weird to break away from the idea that like I'm gonna have to go back out into the real world and like go back to that schedule and that's the thing it's like that schedule doesn't exist anymore it's a it can't exist anymore because Mm -hmm. even the way that I went to work every day or the places that I filled up my gas or got my food or we're seeing it now like there's really no way to go back so I think a really weird part of that fear of having to go back is like, well, okay, well, how are we going to do it? Like, what are the rules? Yeah, like, what does
0: go back mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: I do hope that one thing that we do take from this is that people um, live in the moment a little bit more, which I know sounds really cliche, but whatever, I don't care no. i <laughs> um, You know, people are more present and more um, thankful and aware of the good in their life and, like, the things that are happening, um, you know, being away from someone for a long time, you could see them again, you you engage a lot more, you're more present, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah.
0: So I do hope that that happens a lot more. Um, I just
1: hope it lasts. It's a big thing for me. I don't want people to forget. Yeah. <laughs> What's the first thing you want to do after? Other than
0: go eat sushi? <laughs> That's a good I enough answer. I just want answer. to sit in a fucking park with my friends and talk until the sun goes down.
1: Can you imagine... Um, Like, sitting on a picnic blanket with your head in somebody else's lap. Not somebody you're quarantining with.
0: I mean, just being in the presence of other- Like, hugging someone else? Yeah. Oh my god. I can't imagine what, like, the first few hugs are gonna feel like. Yeah. I can't- I don't know if they're gonna be, like, elated hugs or, like, emotional hugs or whatever.
1: I just don't want them to be fearful hugs. I think is the thing for me. I yeah. want to be. I want to just get to a place where we can be close to other people without being afraid. I'm just really tired of being afraid of people. As like a, as a person who definitely is, I'm an introverted extrovert, and I do need my alone time. But I, I definitely thrive off of social interaction, and I love people. Have-
0: Have you done a 16 personalities test before? I have. Yes. Have you done one since you've been in quarantine? (laughs) No. (laughs) Mine changed. (gasps) Okay. Yeah. It's not a drastic change by any means. It's like one letter changed, like by a couple of percent. So it flipped over to the other side. Yeah. But um, it changed to a newer personality, um, like, result. Yeah. Yeah. So for those of you who have done 16 personalities prior to quarantine... And you remember what you were, do it now and tell me if it changed because I want to know that. Because it did for me and it was fascinating that it did.
1: That's really interesting. I hadn't thought about that. But I mean, that kind of makes sense because it's this is a different world.
0: Yeah. What have you been doing for your self-care? I feel like I talked about mine, but you didn't talk about yours.
1: Um. So I've been doing... I don't know. I also... I haven't done it recently, but I did... Do one session of therapy with my therapist over the phone. I really need to contact her again because it's been way too long. I feel honestly like this is a good amount of uh, accountability for me because I should have been in touch sooner. Mm-hmm. I've just been kind of uh, riding those like highs and lows um for self It's hard not to. It's really hard not to. I have noticed, and there's a few things I've noticed though that. I'll have more bad days in a row if I don't get dressed. Like I know it's a small thing, but I've yeah I was the first couple like for the first couple weeks I was like you know how you are get ready for the day you're gonna be depressed if you don't and this yeah. past like week or two I haven't really been doing that as much and I started noticing that like you know I was really like staying on top of housework and like doing a bunch of rant. and you, none of this matters again I really want to highlight. My, I am not worth what my productivity is in the house, but I, as like an anxious, depressed person, really do benefit from keeping myself busy in those ways. And I've noticed it was really a lot harder for me to keep up with all of that stuff when I would like stay in my pajamas or like stay in house clothes. So I know like people are even just like even mocking this and being like, well, how how dare you even get dressed? Like how are how how are you even in your not in your house clothes? Any moment? But it does You're not at contribute home.
0: to your frame of mind. Absolutely, it does contribute. yeah, like. I, I would recommend, even if you don't go anywhere, like, put on pants one time during the week.
1: Yeah, it ha- that's the and... thing. It felt small, but I realized that, like, I don't need to draw my lines for what works with me by what works for other people. And what works for yeah. me is that, like, no, I I do need those small semblances of normal to be a productive person. That Not to say I haven't sure. been. I've been, you know, like I said, I've been freelancing. But I would say, honestly, for self-care, it has been about trying to stay busy because the way that I deal is by keeping myself busy and processing while I do those things, I think has been Mm -hmm. my structure for that. Also just crafts, lots of crafts, lots of gardening.
0: I've been doodling a lot. Yeah. I've been, yeah, I've been like, Dabbling in all of the things,
1: right? I think th- right now it's just like, well, I have the things for this hobby. Let me just try it right now.
0: It's kind of like when you your whole house is messy, and like you do one thing from each room. Like you pick up one item, which leads you to another room, and you pick up an item from that room, it leads you to another room. And, yeah. Like you're kind of just like ping ponging around your house. Yes. Like that's like me and my hobbies. I'm just like ping ponging around my hobbies. Like I have getting a little skills ADHD in each one. ADHD or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's been the same for me with crafts. It's been the same with just like, I did. I did finish my book club book super early because I started an audiobook subscription. Uh, I did the free trial with Audible like at the beginning of quarantine and it's actually about to end so I need to get on that but just little things like that like a lot of companies have opened up their classes for free for these two months and um, just trying to honestly as a freelancer too like taking those classes is really good for just like my editing skills. Mm-hmm. But all of that is like that same like need to stay busy, busy mindset. Other than that, I've been um I've been playing tons of Animal Crossing. I should probably touch nice. on that. Animal Crossing has been <laughs> I know that's like a joke across the whole internet, but like it really is basically therapy. Like it's it's nice. I haven't
0: I haven't gotten on that train yet, but I did download TikTok. Ooh, girl, I downloaded TikTok too.
1: <laughs> I made my first TikTok like at the very beginning of quarantine.
0: Oh my god, I want to watch it. I haven't made a TikTok because it just seems so goddamn complicated, but like I can spend hours on TikTok. It's a problem. It's, I mean, it's a solution. Really.
1: It's a solution, I would say. I would say TikTok and Animal Crossing are probably similar solutions. Oh, have you watched any shows in quarantine or any yeah, movies? Yeah, so
0: of course I've rewatched The Office <laughs> and New Girl, of course. Yeah. But I start and finished Ozark. Ooh. And I start and finish Westworld, which just had its season finale last week
1: oh, you know, I haven't watched the third season, so that's another thing I've been wanting to do.
0: Man, Westworld, I really, really love it, mm-hmm. but also it kind of low-key pisses me off because yeah. every season just gets more complicated and requires more big brain energy than the last. Yeah. And I feel like season five is where I'm going to tap out, like, cognitively, because I won't be able to fucking understand it. Yeah,
1: I don't... Dude, I was barely making it through these last this, like, last season, and I haven't watched the third yet, so I don't even like, know...
0: My my boyfriend and I will watch the episode and then we kind of look at each other like, did you understand that? It's like, what and did then you have to get? Pick from it from apart. Yeah,
1: you both have to yeah, like discuss like, it because you're like, wait, did you see that? This
0: shouldn't be a fucking <clears throat> puzzle, all right?
1: But, but I okay, so there is a. I think that they go a little overboard on it, but I do respect like a show maker or a movie maker who doesn't. Underestimate my intelligence and demand, demands demands that I pay attention. I I Absolutely. I'm glad that you like need me to pay attention to get like more and more out of this. I think that that's like. But also
0: like, thorough. okay, Elon Musk, dial it back a little bit. Like, calm
1: the fuck down. No, I totally get it. <laughs> not
0: all, yeah, not all of us are freaking Stephen Hawking. Okay. We don't
1: need to get all the way there. All right, we're not, we're not fucking trying to. <laughs>
0: If you could like lay one plot line out so we understand it from the get go, that'd be great.
1: Can I just have like one mo- like one Michael Scarn moment where the villain just tells me everything that's supposed to be happening? Can yeah. somebody Can just, you just summarize just give me, like, <laughs> one
0: breadcrumb, one breadcrumb, one. just one? Yes.
1: That's all I need. But that one, yeah, that one's really good. We've been watching Dark on Netflix.
0: Definitely Ooh, yeah, okay.
1: recommend that. I definitely recommend that. That one's really cool. It reminds me a little tiny bit of Stranger Things, but with more time travel and cool, it's okay. really fucking cool. I really like it.
0: Oh, you know what we've been doing is um, my boyfriend has never seen any of the Marvel movies before, so we started are you doing them in from... order? Yes, we are. Although we skipped Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton because I didn't want to put him through that.
1: I don't know if that one counts. If they're using, I feel like you should only watch the one that's like now part of the Avengers one. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we skipped that one, but everyone else we've been we've been going in order. So we like watch one every night that he's here. Yeah. And it's, it's been really great to like see the first reaction from someone who's never watched them before. Now that I've seen them all yeah, and also revisit a lot of like, wow, they, they straight up mapped this out years ago. Like this was planned years and years and years ago and it ties all together so beautifully. That's
1: been a really weird, cool thing to like realize about it. Like, Oh shit. Like you guys had this down literally a decade ago.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But to see him, React to things that I've seen, you know, hundreds of times before not hundreds, but many times before, and like get that genuine reaction and also like the process of like who's kind of your favorite Avenger and Ooh. as you like go through the movies, it's like, yeah, I was there too. Yeah. It was my favorite for a while. Too. Yeah. yeah, you'll I get, get it. past
1: it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: You'll find someone new, don't worry. <laughs>
1: exactly. I love that.
0: Yes, that's been really fun.
1: So what are you gonna do tonight? Uh,
0: you know, I spent all day being productive, productive. And cleaning and yeah <laughs> cleaning and doing your work and I went grocery shopping and dang got it all done showered and did all the things so now I'm going to do nothing cool i bought myself a lunchable at the grocery store and i'm going to sit on the couch and eat my lunchable I watch New Girl.
1: Hell yes, that sounds good. That sounds good. How about I th- you? I think Sam and I are going to play some more Animal Crossing because I had a nice. I had a lot more work today. I did um I also did I'm going to shout out a friend of ours who also does a fellow podcast. I did a master class today with Tammy Hackbarth. She oh, well, does cool. um she does the 100 percent guilt free self care podcast and she was doing a master class on routines and habits today and um, I did that. We got those um, porch portraits done and um, we, so the whole reason I'm telling you all this is that basically we've been playing so much Animal Crossing that all of these like very normal human activities ate into our Animal Crossing time. So we are going to probably play some more tonight.
0: Prioritize your night. (laughs) Prioritize the night. I respect it. (laughs) Exactly. Absolutely. I've been playing a lot of magic online too. Ooh, yes. Which I don't know if you ever played that card game growing up.
1: I have I not, but we were getting into... We're actually getting into a D&D campaign with some friends right now, so nice.
0: I'm excited How about that. to on that? Girl, yeah. yes. Um, yeah, I've been nerding out with the Magic and uh, a couple other video games. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'll let you know. I'm pretty sure right now we're at a we're at a point where we're going to have to split into two groups, and one of the groups is a little small, so I'll, I'll forward you the information. Yeah, hit
0: me up. Yeah. I've like, always wanted to learn that. I know,
1: me too. I'm really excited. <laughs> it's my first time playing. I'm very excited. I feel like quarantine is a good time to learn to play a game so massive
0: yeah yeah absolutely yeah it'll be good
1: i want to hear about what all of our listeners too are yeah
0: i was just gonna say reading
1: watching doing to stay busy
0: call us beep us if you want to reach us if you want
1: to reach us also any recipes Oh yeah, recipes. Ooh, if you are trying any recipes, um, give
0: us your focaccia recipe.
1: Your focaccia recipe. So Instagram is this is uncomfortable podcast. All of those words are full words. It's a very long name. We are very easy to find. <laughs> um, it's we had an uncomfortable
0: on purpose. Yeah, it's actually
1: very uncomfortable. Um, I think we you, you might are... say
0: it's uncomfortably large.
1: <laughs> That's what she said too.
0: Hey, hey. hey.
1: Also, this is uncomfortable uh, at gmail.com. And also on Twitter. Uh, you can find us in all of those places and contact us and tell us all of the things that you've been doing for quarantine and we will be back to check in with you.
0: I also have really wanted to procure a pen pal. Ooh. Um, I have like a plethora of fun, fancy cards. A Marriott, if you will. I have a lot. Okay. And I'd like to I'd like to use them. So if you would like to become my pen pal, um, DM us, me, your P.O. box, which you know, or your home address. I don't care. I'm not going to come kill you. So don't worry. And I will be your pen pal. And I really want to write people letters and send them stickers. Yeah. And drawings. I've been doing a lot of drawings for people.
1: That's awesome. I want, I want you to send me a drawing. You already know my address. I'm going to send it to you again.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Cool. DM me your address like a weirdo. Do it. All right. We (laughs) love you. We're getting really uncomfortable. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Bye.